0: Welcome to Ugandan Art Speaks Out podcast. Today we have a conversation with a journalist who is also a critic of art on various forms of art and culture. I am your host, Nsimenta Precious, and today with us is...
1: I am Gabriel Bole, and I'm a journalist, currently attached to Daily Monitor newspaper, and I'm a features writer. I prefer to, to present myself as a journalist because that, that, that is the profession that makes me proud.
0: Bule is one of the most influential art critics in Uganda and beyond. He writes for several media outlets such as El Pari, All Africa, The Citizen, and Yika Global, covering topics ranging from culture, entertainment, politics, and social issues. He is also an activist who advocates for human rights and social justice.
1: Personally, I was a journalist before I went to journalism school to study journalism.
0: He started his journalism career from a very young age.
1: I remember as a boy, back home, they would send me, Go at the center, okay? Tell us what the chairman has said. After telling them what the chairman has said, they would even go further to tell you as 40 who, who has backbited who. So I picked interests like that, like that, like that.
0: Inspired by his father, who bought newspapers and asked him to read certain stories out loud.
1: I remember he would sit us in the sitting room and he, he would tell you, read for me this story. Read and read and read, and uh, I picked interest. Uh, Sometimes I would revisit the papers myself to read. There was that popular man, Harry Sagala, Sege. (laughs) I liked him so much. I liked the satire, the language. So part of me, it is because of journalism. You know, learning the little language that I can speak, the little English that I can speak, the little Uganda that I can write, read, perfect, it's because of journalism.
0: He attended local schools such as St. Mary's Jana and Mpiji Mixed, where he developed writing skills and his passion for journalism. And can
1: just imagine we are in schools where even some of the teachers would misspell words and, and they are teaching language. <laughs> At that time, I found a team of younger people Students who had started this something, uh, something sort of a writer's club, you know? We polished it out and we, we came up with a name called The Mixed Voice, right from the word in PG Mixed SS to The Mixed Voice. I, I even went further to plead to, to then a very tough director, Mwaminam Fumbambi Mustafa. You know, it was so, 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 so tough. It was very different. And, and I went to him, I told him, you know, when, whenever we read papers, whenever we listen to TV, whenever we watch news, we see people expressing their views. Uh, we, we kindly request that whatever comes out of the writer's club be treated like a news other than a punishable offense. We would not wish to see A student writing about to say, you, Mr. Director, or a teacher, and they get expelled from school. It was like, okay, it is news, it is news.
0: He was a sub editor of the Mixed Voice, a school magazine that once published a controversial story that almost got him expelled.
1: After that engagement, my friend in Kema Thumath, Kema was one of the best Luganda writers and Luganda students. And Kema came up with a, head- a headline. You know, that day, maybe somehow, the director fell sick and he slept on a mat. Under the tree in the compound. Later in the evening, we saw a car. You know, it was unusual. Used to use used to be used to like motorcycles, boda bodas. Later in the day, we saw a car picking him up. And the news started that you know the director wasn't feeling well. So so here comes in Kema Thomas. Kema came up with a a, a very alarming headline. And and mind you, we used to write. You write in your handwriting, okay? If your handwriting was bad, we look out for girls with special handwritings. I remember one of our writers was... uh, Council meeting, Nasoro of Maisha Holistic Africa. She used to re- to rewrite. I remember we had Harriet, Harriet Naruyang. She's a teacher at Econse. Yeah. Yeah. I, re- I remember sa- some guys, some girls who used to write well, they would rewrite and, you know, we pin. We had our, I fundraised, personally, I fundraised for a notice board eh? for our tabloid. So you would come and read the news every day. So the biggest story was, <laughs> you know, narrating how the director collapsed. He replaced the corrupts. He couldn't even go to hospital, raring mm? students to, 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 to pray for, for the sick man. The director came with the story in class. I remember that time we were in senior four. And everyone was worried. We were sure that, you know, our tabloid had to be censored, uh, you know, to be closed that day. Even the writer <laughs> had to be sent back home. He read the story word per word, word per word. And he laughed. <laughs> and he laughed. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm impressed that you guys are creative. You can improve. You, you are doing, you know. You are doing something for yourself. And he said to us that his dream is to see one of the members in the writers' club become a journalist. Suddenly, he became one.
0: He did not have access to computers until his school acquired some, which opened new possibilities for him to learn and communicate.
1: When the school gave, uh, bought computers, the first priority was given to. Members of the writers' club, okay, and that's how I perfected um, softwares like Word, uh, Illustrator, uh, Adobe PageMaker. At that time, there the was a, 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 that I can call it vintage, vintage software called Corel Draw. You know, that's how I, I, I came. Picking interest in writing, picking interest. I, I, have never been good. May I believe, every day write, I improve. Every day write, I become better.
0: He faced a dilemma when choosing his university course, as he had to balance his own interests, his parents' wishes, and the society's expectations.
1: In the university, initially, I had gone to do industrial art. Actually, it wasn't industrial art, it was ICT. My father told me those things are for the children of the rich. I don't even have money to buy your computer, okay? So when my, f- sister, my sister who dropped us in, at university ask, asked us together with my brother, and I told them, I, I, I told her that Mia was choosing, opting for industrial art. She told me, she, she actually, she's actually a doctor. She told me, yes, you are good at art, you know, even your, your, your results are impressing, but again you will need to start your own gallery. Where, where will you find money? So I was like, what can I do? Tell me anything. She told me, choose, give me another option. I told her, okay, let me settle for, for journalism. Okay? She said, okay, you try your luck. It's not the best, but I see it in you. Uh, it is. I, I think it's part of you. So I, I, you know, I was a bit worried. You know, you are coming from a a village school in Piji. At our, we call it orientation. They call it orientation at university. Yeah, the first day. You know, girls were speaking a lot of English and I... And I was so frustrated. He felt insecure
0: about his background as he came from a rural school, and most of his peers came from urban schools.
1: I, I, and I kept postponing mentioning that I was I, I was a former student of Mpiji Mixed Tesses, <laughs> Warikubi Kondo, and What gave me strength is the day when I first met Mr. Musoke, David Musoke. Okay, very interesting lecture. It was my lecturer for public relations uh, writing for communication, news writing, and bit reporting. So. Mr. Musoke tells us to mention a word champagne. He wrote it on, on the blackboard. After writing it, he read Champagani. Okay? And he said, Respond. And almost 90% of the class said, he wrote another word, often, o- O-F-T-E-N. And he asked us to mention, he mentioned, often, repeat after me. Everyone said, often. 90% of the class, we are mentioning words wrongly. So, I, I didn't repeat after him because I was suspicious about the way he mentioned the words. So Mr. Msoke asks, Bule, why are you not speaking? And I was like, I'm not sure whether you are saying the right word, and I'm not sure whether what you are saying is wrong. Mr. Amsoke told them, told the entire lecture room, clap for Gabriel. They clapped. And I was like, what's going on here? He said, in the world, in this world, if you want to succeed, if you want to prosper, let you carry one word on your lips. Why? Why? And if you're not sure, always ask. The word wasn't champagne. The word was champagne. The word wasn't often. The word was often. So it was like, if you don't know, don't pretend. If you want to learn, ask why. Always be eager to learn and to improve. He said to me, because you you ask a lot, you talk a lot, but you ask a lot. Because you are eager to learn, you improve and improve. Younger man, you are not for TV. You have for radio, you have a newspaper, he said to me. Unfortunately, he died before he even graduated.
0: However, he soon realized that he was performing better than them academically.
1: Results at university would be, courseworks would be pinned. I was like, okay, I'm from a village school, okay, in PG mixed, and I have my my... my, my my fellows here from Tricona, Budonians. But you know, my results are telling a different story. So I can do it. I'm different. Later on, I, 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 I encountered great men in my life like Dr. Peter Wosiku of Angwalia Watsuku Advocate. He used to be the principal secretary to the speaker. Uh, Mr. Mwanga Steven is the president uh, for Uganda Public Relations Association. Uh, There is Dr. Kaya. Dr. Kaya, he was my literature teacher. You know, I remember Dr. Kaya introducing me to my first book, you know, reading my first book. He was teaching us literature and he asked us to read things fall apart. Okay. And introduced us to a topic. Was it characterization? You know, you know. And I remember that line: eh? "Who cut? Who cut the banana plant?" And it was like, "Who cut? But who cut the banana plant?" Eh? Okwunko said. So, if Okwunko was in that tone, barking, what do you get in your mind? Oconko was my security, you know. And, and 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 it was interesting. Things that I saw, I found hard became becoming easier and easier and easy. So people who nurtured me right from my parents planted a strong seed in me. That's a seed of being me, being strong, speaking for myself, and being selfless. And here I am. I'm progressing every day.
0: He looked up to prominent journalists who inspired him to pursue his dream.
1: Before joining joining journalism, you know, I was so ambitious. I was so excited about it. At that time we used to see the likes of Francis Bale. You know, we used to read the guys guys like uh, Tabu Butajira, Ediya Muchibi, um, the likes of Odobo Bichachi, Karu So why are students at the time when we were students in university, we are looking up for those people.
0: He faced some challenges when applying for internships, but he managed to secure a placement at Sunrise.
1: I started journalism few, I can say few years ago, with the, the Sunrise newspaper, a weekly newspaper that was at that time currently situated at the National Theatre, I believe it's still there. Towards the end of my course at university, we are asked to look for internship places. I remember going to, to a radio station called Impact, Impact Radio. I was rejected. Um, I went, I went to another radio called PAL FM. There is a man who came at... at uh, before I was given an opportunity, then a person who tipped me for an, oppo- for an internship placement uh, was called Mr. Sulaimani Kaluli. So, uh, at a time, uh, on the day when Sulaimani called me to meet him, he was already on air. But he asked one of the administrators to so allow me to go in the studio to see him, to see what exactly he was doing. I went to the studio. But I had a very big rosary in my chest, around my neck. So, in the middle of the program, I, I remember it was even a commercial break. A man with a huge beard, and a cans with a chopped trouser came in, and came into question how how a Catholic man was in a studio, you know, and started, I don't remember his name, and he started saying, you know, a lot of disrespectful stuff about my religion, about what, about how, 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 how dirty Catholics were, <laughs> you know, dehumanizing, demeaning Christians. So I was like, okay, this is not my place. I'm for equality, I'm for all. I don't think I would buy into the idea of this old man in a society that that, that, that is meant for all. So I, I I let it go. I went to Simba, Radio Simba, and the list was full. Uh, it, uh, uh, um, there was a very popular t- radio presenter at that time, Kawandula Bigambo Peterson Isendi. He was the brain behind, was among the brains behind the Ngurea Radio Simba. So he had wanted me to take part, but sadly, I, I couldn't because the, uh, you know, the station manager had already reached the limit of the number of people who who had to do internship there i felt so frustrated Uh, i went back at university and i talked to mr mwanga steveni currently is the president for public relations managers in uganda that association mwanga told me that look here There is a weekly newspaper at National Theatre. It is small, but I believe it is going to give you an opportunity to be what you want. I believe you can be a better writer if you get an opportunity to write somewhere. Since
0: then, he has never stopped working hard and improving himself as a journalist and an art critic.